Um, hi, uh, this is Julia. I don't know if I'm supposed to say my name in here, but, uh, so the term Achilles heel ref refer or references a vulnerability or a weakness. Um, it is rooted in the myth of Achilles, Achilles's mother dipping him in the river Styx, making his entire body invulnerable, except, uh, for the part of his foot where she held him. Um, Bryce says... Uh, was a female character who appeared in the tales of the Greek mythology during the Trojan War. Bryces would become a concubine of the hero Achilles, but she was also the reason, though no fault of her own, why Achilles and Agamemnon argued. Um, yeah. So then we have Bryces' daughter of Bryseus. Um, in the Greek mythology... Um, Bryces is a daughter of Briseus by an unknown mother. Um, it was commonly said that Bryces was a priest in the town of Linerus. Um, Bryces would grow up to be extremely beautiful, the most beautiful maiden, um, in, uh, Linerus, um, with long golden hair and blue eyes, and it was perhaps the only natural that Bryces would marry, um, Minus... Uh, she was, they were the son of Evanus and the king of Linerus. Um, the home of Bryces, Linerus was a part of Dardania and was joined in a rel relatively small region of the Trod, known as Homer, known, known by as Homer as Sicilia, by the towns of Sicilian, the Thebes, home of, um, or, and Crises, uh, yeah, um, and playing a role in the story of the Trojan War. So, Bryces was captured. Um, so, the town of Linerus was allied to Troy during the Trojan War, and as a result, it was sacked by Achilles. Um, during the taking of Linerus, Achilles would kill King Mines as well as the three brothers of Bryces and would take the uh, and would take her as a war prize. Um, Achilles was planning. On making Bryces his concubine. So it was said that Bryces, when he learned that his daughter had been taken by the Achaean hero, he unalived himself. So the concubine of Achilles. Um, Bryces had lost everything with the fall of Linerus, um, but even as a war prize, she would be well treated by Achilles um, and his friend Patroclus. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but Patroclus promised to promised her that Achilles intended to make her more than just a concubine after the war, um, and even proposed to make her his wife. Um, so the war didn't kind of end anytime soon. So Briseis remained a concubine of Achilles, but she was well treated. So Agamemnon loses. Um, Crises, so now at a similar time, the city of Crises would fall into Agamemnon and they would kind of take the treasure and war prizes from the sacked city. And of course, she was the war prize, so, um, yeah. Uh, then Crises would seek to, uh, ransom his daughter from Agamemnon, but when Agamemnon refused, Apollo intervened on behalf of his priest and a plague spread through the uh, Achaean camp.
So Agamemnon had lost his concubine, and now he sought a replacement, and believed that only Briseis was a suitable alternate. So the death the death of Patroclus was soon followed, uh, though, by that of Achilles. Um, and now great grief was said to overcome Briseis. Um, yeah, but Briseis, um, she kind of disappeared from the tales of Greek mythology after that. Um, so yeah. Um, and then we have Patroclus was the son of, um, Menotius in Greek mythology and the best friend of the hero Achilles. Um, his father was one of the Argonauts, while many different women have been mentioned as Patroclus's mother, like Polymel, um, Steinil, and Periopus. Um, then we have Patroclus's early days. When he was young, Patroclus had an argument with one of his friends um, while playing dice. Um, his name was Clisinimus. Um, he, yeah, so he accidentally killed him. Uh, but to evade the wrath of Sisonimus' family, uh, Menotius took Patroclus and they both fled to um Phythia yeah where King Pelus reigned so that's where he went he met Achilles and they formed a deep connection and friendship and yeah then um so Patroclus and the oath of Tindurus both Patroclus and Achilles were prospective suitors of Helen when she was about to get married so they took the oath of Tyderinus, um, and according to which all suitors of Helen would protect her and her future husband from any threat or danger. So when Helen eloped with Paris, the, the prince of Troy, Menelaus, who had married Helen, um, invoked the oath, um, invoked the oath. So they were getting the support of all previous suitors, including Patroclus and Achilles. And that was the start of the Trojan War. So during the Trojan War, Patroclus was, was a valiant soldier. So when the Trojans had taken the advantage and they were threatening the Greek ships, Patroclus convinced Achilles to let him become the leader of the army and repel the enemy. So Patroclus wore Achilles' army and led the soldiers to battle successfully. However, he did not listen to Achilles' advice to fall back once the Trojan army had been repelled. Instead, he pursued them, killing many heroes that fought on the side of Troy. So basically, um, after that point, though, the god Apollo was stunned, um, and he um eventually was killed by hector the son of a trojan king um priam and the brother of paris so once patroclus's body has been retrieved by the greeks achilles attacked the trojans and uh, in fury and managed to kill hector how 
However, instead of letting the Trojans bury their uh, commander respectfully, he desecrated the body, dragging it with his chariot. Thank you. So the classical literacy terms I'm going to be talking about are Juno or Hera, Jupiter or Zeus, Athena and Aegis, and Castor and Pollux. So Juno or Hera was the queen of the goddesses, the goddess of marriage. She was associated with family and the welfare of women and children. She was in an unhappy marriage with Zeus, and he would have affairs. She would be accompanied with a peacock, the daughter of Cronus and Rhea, and her little brothers consist of Hades, Poseidon, and Zeus. So next is Jupiter or Zeus, who is an Olympian god. He was the king of gods, the god of thunder, lightning, and the sky. He wore a crown of oak leaves. His sister and wife are Hera, and he was associated with wisdom, awareness, authority, destiny, battle, and power. Next is Athena and Aegis. So Athena is the Greek goddess of wisdom, war, handicraft, and practical reasoning. The city of Athens protectoress is Athena. She is one of three virgin goddesses. Um, her symbols consist of an olive tree and owls. She was produced without a mother and emerged out of her father's head fully grown. And Aegis, which is the shield that is lent to her, is an animal skin worn over garments as extra protection. Um, it had the head of Gorga and made a roaring sound during war. And lastly, Castor and Pollux. So Pollux was immortal, immortal and Castor wasn't. But Zeus made Pollux give half of his immortality to his brother Castor to keep them together. Their mother was Leta, however they had different fathers. Pollux's father was Zeus, who seduced Leta, Leta by turning into a swan, and Castor's father was Tyndareus, the king of Sparta. They are sometimes said to have been born from an egg with their sister Helena. They were great horsemen and hunters, and are often associated with horses and sports. So that's it for the classical literacy terms of Juno or Hera, Jupiter or Zeus, Athena and Aegis, and Castor and Pollux. Cum grano salis, to take something with a grain of salt. It is an English idiom that suggests to view something specifically claims that may be misleading to not be interpreted literally. Dum separo sapiro, um, it means while I breathe, I hope. It is a motto for. Um, various places like the state of Southern Carolina, mens sana in corpore sano, a healthy mind in a healthy body is used in context of sports to express that physical exercise is an important 
part of mental well-being. Apollo and Daphne. Apollo, being a god of archery, was mocking Cupid over his use of the bow for love. In retaliation, Cupid shot Apollo with a gold arrow, making him fall in love with a river named Daphne. He then shot Daphne with a lead arrow, making her incapable of loving Apollo back. She constantly rejected and ran from Apollo and his advances, eventually begging her father, the river god Peneus, to free her from him. In response, her father turned her into a laurel tree, and Apollo honored her by leaving the tree alone and rendering it evergreen. The Delphic Oracle was an oracle at Delphi, where a priestess would supposedly deliver prophecies from Apollo, which were usually obscure or ambiguous messages. The Pythia was the priestess who was believed to channel messages from Apollo himself at Pytho, which is in myth the original name of Delphi, Sanctuary of the Delphinians. Sibyls were oracles of ancient Greece that were said to deliver messages from the gods in a sort of frenzy. Artemis and Ecteon. Ecteon was the son of Autonoe and the minor god Aristeus. He was a Boeotian hero and hunter who accidentally saw Artemis bathing on Mount Sithiron. She turned him into a stag and had his own 50 hounds hunt and kill him. In another version of the story, she does this because he boasts his hunting skills are better than hers. Artemis and Orion. Orion is the son of Poseidon and Euryale. Being the son of Poseidon, he has the ability to walk on water. He eventually reaches the island of Chios, where he gets a little too drunk and rapes the daughter of the king. Um, the daughter being Merope. The king, angered by this, blinds him and casts him out. Hephaestus helps him reach the east, where Helios recovers his eyesight. Eventually, he gets to Crete, where he hunts with Artemis, and getting a little too excited, he declares to kill every animal in the world. Gaia, angered by this, sends a giant scorpion to kill him. And it kills him. Yeah. So, Artemis and Leto, her mother, ask Zeus to turn Orion into a constellation. And he does. Per os means through the mouth. It is a medical treatment given orally to help patients. <clears throat> Archidemes, in his famous Eureka moment, Archidemes was was a very famous mathematician and, and physicist um, in Syracuse, Italy. The king Hieron asked, asked, asked him to prove, or asked him to find a way to prove if if the crown made from was really made of solid gold. Archidemes couldn't could not find a way and thought very long and hard, and hard about it. After after all this thinking, Archimedes was in a, was in the bathtub and realized that when he sat in, the water spilled spilled out of the edge. He, he knew that gold weighed more than other metals, and so he knew that that that, that if placed in water, the solid if if it really was made made of solid gold, it would make less of a displacement than than if there was some, some metal mixed inside of it. So then Archimedes ran through the streets yelling "Eureka!" naked. Horticulture is gardening cultivation and management it is taking care of crops and, and anything or and anything in the garden per os means through the mouth it is a medical treatment given orally to help patients <clears throat> Archidemes in his famous eureka moment Archidemes was was a very famous mathematician and, and physicist um, in Syracuse Italy the king Hieron asked, asked, asked him to prove or asked him to find a way to prove if if the crown made from was really made of solid gold. Archimedes couldn't could not find a way and thought very long and hard and hard about it. After after all this thinking, 
Archimedes was in a, was in the bathtub and realized that when he sat in, the water spilled all spilled out of the edge. He, he knew that gold weighed more than other metals, and so he knew that that that, that if placed in water, the solid if if it really was made made of solid gold, it would make less of a displacement than than if there was some, some metal mixed inside of it. So then Archimedes ran through the streets yelling, "Eureka, naked!" Horticulture is gardening cultivation and management it is taking care of crops and and anything or and anything in the garden spqr stands for senatus populus q romanus which means the senate and the people of rome fasces is a bundle of wooden rods with a projecting axe blade people who held them had power and authority the Twelve Tables is a set of laws inscribed on twelve bronze tablets created in ancient Rome in 451 and 450 BCE. They were the beginning of a new approach to laws, which were now passed by government and written down so that all citizens might be treated equally before them. Consul commanded the army, convened and presided over the Senate, and the popular assemblies and executed their decrees and represented the state in foreign affairs. The tribune was a title of various offices in ancient Rome, the two most important of which were the tribuni plebis and the tribuni milita. The military tribunes were responsible for many administrative and logistics duties, and could lead a section of the legion under a consul, or even command one alone on the battlefield. A Roman censor was a magistrate in ancient Rome who was responsible for maintaining the census, supervising public morality, and overseeing certain aspects of the government's finances. A Roman dictator was an extraordinary magistrate in the Roman Republic, endowed with full authority to resolve some specific problem which had been assigned. They held power for six months and would retire afterwards. Magna cum laude, translates to with great praise, is the second highest level of academic distinction. Summa cum laude, which translates to with highest praise, is the highest level of academic distinction. A valedictorian is the student with the highest academic distinction who delivers the valedictory, which is his farewell speech at graduation. It comes from the Latin phrase valedicere, which means to say farewell. Icor, related to medicine, is a watery discharge from a wound or ulcer that's a bit stinky. It comes from the Greek word that means thin, watery, or blood-tinged discharge. Homo sapiens, which translates to wise man, are modern humans. Eke homo translates to behold the man, which is used when scorched Jesus was presented. Etymology is the study of history of words, which is the study of the history of the words. It comes from the Greek word edemos, which means true. This is Braden Hill for the CL Podcast Part 1. The Agora was a public meeting space very close to most government offices. The Forum was the Roman equivalent of the Agora, but it was usually situated in the center of the city, not based off of government offices. Amphitheaters were places that people could go to watch dramatic performances or reenactments of historical events and battles. The Rostra was a place where orators could give speeches, make political viewpoints known, or protest government ideas. The Basilica was a long court that could hold assemblies, trials for politicians, or meetings between government officials. 
It was designed so sound could be carried well. Aqueducts were Rome's main way of supplying fresh water for crops, drinking, and the public baths. They were the largest major architectural achievement of ancient Rome. There were three main types of columns in ancient Rome. Doric columns were massive and plain. Ionic columns were plain in the body of the column, but the head and the foot had ornately detailed patterns. Corinthian columns were the most elaborately decorated of the three, containing detailed heads and long patterned bodies. The Colosseum, also known as the Flavian Amphitheater, was home to many games and events that Roman people could go see. The Circus Maximus was another place for entertainment, and it held many chariot races, which were commonly bet on and favored by the emperor. The Parthenon was a temple dedicated to the gods, and many Romans would go there to make yearly sacrifices, particularly to Athena. Oedipus Rex was an Athenian tragedy written by Sophocles. It was performed around 429 BC, and it was originally called Oedipus. It changed name from Oedipus to Oedipus Tyrannus so that it would not get confused with Oedipus at Colonus. Oedipus at Colonus was another play written by Sophocles. Antigon was a tragedy, another tragedy by Sophocles. It was first performed in 441 BC at the festival of Dionysus. It is Sophocles' second oldest surviving play. Sophocles was one of three ancient Greek tragedians who wrote at least one full surviving play. Medea was the daughter of Aetes, king of Colchis. She was Kirke's niece and Helios' granddaughter. With her magical powers and gift of prophecy, she married Jason and helped him and the Argonauts obtain the Golden Fleece. Euripides was one of three ancient uh, Greek tragedians, another one of the three, and he wrote a maximum of 92 plays.